murder, divorce, drugs. Our courts are full of stories, scary, sad, and hilarious. Most are tales stranger than fiction. These are true law stories, brought to you by VideoCaseStory.com, the ultimate resource for customer and client video stories. All right, on this True Law Stories, we're going to talk about Rule 11, scaring our friend Brett. Brett, say hi from the Trevor Law Firm. Hey, guys. And we're going to talk about how they took on Casey and the Sunshine Band and almost to the Supreme Court. And we talk a little bit about Tiger King and the problem with big law. All in the True Law Stories brought to you by VideoCaseStory.com. One of the best ways to market your business or your law firm is through your customer stories and your client stories. Go to VideoCaseStory.com to learn more. For those that haven't listened to the Garlic Marketing Show, tell us a little bit about your firm and your background as an attorney. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Ian. So we're in Miami, Florida, and, and we do business franchise litigation. So anything a business owner needs, right? We're protecting business owners from their employees, which employees are great, but they're also going to be a source of a lot of you know frustration and liability um, to contracts and to, to mergers and acquisitions. So we work closely with business owners and essentially serve as their outsourced legal department in a lot of ways. And I've been doing this since 2011 and we've grown to, we're at 12 attorneys now with some, some big plans coming up the next few years. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's fast growth and, and obviously the legal landscape is changing and you're adapting and it's really cool. And, and you started a staffing company too, which I think yeah. is interesting as well. Let's talk about get staffed up. Yeah, absolutely. So we we do virtual staffing for lawyers and law firms primarily. We have a lot of non-lawyer clients, but but the lion's share are because that's what our, our you know niches bring riches, and that's what we're focusing on. It's so hard to hire right now, um, and when you find out that in in certain countries there are really highly educated, great English speaking, dedicated, talented, hardworking individuals. It's really a no-brainer. I mean, it's so silly to not open your mind to the idea that, you know, just because someone's not born within our borders doesn't mean that they're, they're not, you know, amazing. And so we started this company in 2018. And I mean, just, just not to brag, but just for like, you know, sort of like credibility purposes, this year we were named the 67th fastest growing company in the entire country. That's amazing. Um, yeah, because I mean, look, look, even saying that out loud, like that's a dream, you know, my, my dream was to even make the list someday. And, and here we are, you know, top 100. So, um, you know, it's a real uh, testament to what we're doing and how many law firms we've been able to, to help. I love it. I love it. And the, yeah, and you talked to your clients, I'm doing a great job. But along the way, you're, you were an attorney. Yeah. And being an attorney, you have some crazy law stories. And so let's, let's talk about your crazy law story. <laughs> this this one is has a good outcome but it's also slightly embarrassing and so that's okay right like you know everyone always wants to talk about their victories and, and their successes but like why not share the real stuff you know like not not everything is sunshine and roses so this law story happened when i was just out on my own and of course when you go out on your own all your buddies kind of like hey i got this and i you know like all the crap that no one else wants right so <laughs> There was, and, and a lot of this is, is public, um, so it's not like I'm, I'm sharing anything, you know, confidential, but um, we filed a lawsuit against Casey and the Sunshine Band, and when I say we, um, I was a case on contingency, I was, I was representing 
um, the son of, of a guy who had passed away, but who had wrote or who had written the, the lyrics and done the music for a very obscure song that Casey and the Sunshine Band did called Spank. <laughs> right. I don't know. Never heard of this song before, but I was contacted by a, uh, through a through a friend by a lawyer, an entertainment lawyer in D.C., and I was just supposed to be local counsel in the Southern District of Florida. So I was gonna like file the stuff and write. You know, no good deed goes unpunished. So this is <laughs> this was like a, like a like a movie situation where the young lawyer gets a dose of reality, and and I learned the hard way that you know usually the biggest war chest wins the case um and 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 thankfully the other lawyer saw it all the way through and it was actually a, a good outcome but along the way there were so many it was definitely the most stressful few months of, of my my legal practice and for a second i thought i was getting you know going to be sued or, or or kicked out of the practice of law um but i can get into more of those details i'm sure you have questions yeah. So, what were you suing them for? <laughs> copyright infringement, right? So basically, they filed a copyright on 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 the song "Spank," and we were saying that we were the owner. Our client was the owner of that copyright. So when we sued them, their defense was, "You have to file for your own copyright and claim that copyright superior." And we're saying, "But there can't be two copyrights in the same work." So we're suing, saying. No, 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 there's one copyright and we own it. And so they're saying it's settled law that that you have to file for your own copyright. In in fact, we're going to file a rule 11, which means that's like in federal court. You learn that early on in law school. That's something you never want to hear. Rule 11 is like these lawyers are committing horrible, you know, fraud upon the court and, and, and they should be sanctioned. And wow. so... Yeah. And so like going up against a, a, a big firm who's like emailing me, this guy's emailing me at, at Saturday at like midnight saying, I'm coming after you and your family. And you're like, you're you're terrified because you're you're not getting paid. This is like a contingency deal. You're you're really trying to do someone a favor, just trying to learn stuff as a young lawyer. And so they filed the rule eleven and I almost had to, you know, start paying out thousands of dollars to lawyers. To defend me on a rule 11 so i was almost i like people were quoting me 10 and fifteen thousand oh. dollars and that was frustrating too because instead of looking at the case and being like brett i think you're fine you know like i don't think this is going to go through because you guys are arguing in good faith right because opposing counsel you know high-powered lawyer they're saying you 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 guys are in big trouble you know and so i'm contacting other you know, like my former professors and people from around, you know, Miami saying, I got myself in a situation. I think I'm, I'm you know, I'm in trouble here. And they're like, send me $15,000 instead of like, nobody took the time to do the right thing, which is frustrating. And I, I always took this with me in the practice of law. It's like scaring a client into paying you and they don't need to. So what we ended up, me and, and, and the, 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 the lady lawyer from DC, representing ourselves and and we won the the rule 11 we lost the the ruling though and 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 basically it got you know dismissed um so, but we appealed and then won oh wow yeah and all the way this is federal court so all the way up to the 11th circuit which is one shy of the supreme court right 
by that time I had failed. Once the rule 11 was done, I'm like, I, I cannot be your local counsel anymore. I have a family to feed. I can't like, I'm this case is taking up all my time and we're not making any money. Like, and I don't have other cases. It's not like, it's not like I had a firm like I do now with a lot of resources, right? So, so, you know, we appealed, I left the case. She ended up winning the appeal, but I lost, you know, I stress time didn't I didn't even get I didn't even get reimbursed the cost that I was fronting for the other lawyer and the clients and um and then I think they ended up settling from there so man it was just like there was even even like going back to that state of mind I was in it was such a, a scary place I'm like how did I get myself into this mess yeah and I think it's it's crazy because you were doing the right thing you were representing a client because you think about, I mean, especially now, we're seeing quite a few frivolous lawsuits flying around. <laughs> yeah. You got to be looking at those and going, man, how did I get a rule 11 and these people not? <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like the, the other lawyer knew it was, it, was, it was a bunch of crap, but they were just trying to strong arm us. And, and when, when a client has so much money that they can pay a big firm to just crush you in paperwork and to and to, to really fight dirty, that's what I mean about the war chest. Like, you know, most of the time in litigation, you don't have a resolution on the merits. You have whoever rent runs out of money. And, you know, and it's funny because I did a, a video on YouTube about, you know, Tiger King when that thing came out and everybody was at home. I did a whole review on, on the lawsuit because I, I pulled all the, all the, the federal filings and I went through what really happened and, and, the guy basically ran out of ran out of money. That's what happened. Oh, really? And that happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, because in federal court, it is so mind-boggling expensive. Like it, it is insane how expensive it is to litigate something in federal court. And yeah. so, you know, you gotta again. That goes back to just being a lawyer, and they're like, you know, oh yeah, you're in a big trouble. You need to hire me. You know, here's here's my retainer. Please send me fifteen thousand dollars. Like. Hey, before you sue someone, it's going to cost you half a million. So you may just want to save your money and go and not do it. That's that's the right thing to tell tell a client. Not, I need a huge fifty thousand dollar retainer, and maybe we can win this lawsuit early. Like it's not going to happen, you know, not in federal court. So there's just like this this law story is just such a mix of, you know, lessons, good and bad, the money, the real side of of what drives litigation you know, and, and sort of being a young lawyer being taken advantage of by, by other lawyers who are older and, and who, you know, like I, I wish them nothing but the worst in their careers after that, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not like you're fighting on the merits. It's that was, it's dirty. It was a dirty game and, and, you know, not one I ever enjoyed being a part of. So how did that affect how you practice law now? Yeah. Well, especially it affects how, how we, you know, tell clients or, you know, like when we're meeting with them, Hey, you like, if you get hit with the lawsuit, you really have to defend yourself. You can't like a corporation can't represent themselves in court. So, but maybe you could settle. Maybe, maybe you want to hire us just to negotiate the best deal possible. Like, let's talk about what you want out of this thing. And, and a lot of people are like, well, I'd rather pay you than pay them. I'm like, well, that's easy to say now, but two years from now, litigation is exhausting you know when you're tired of paying us five thousand dollars every few months or more in some cases right you know it just really depends 
I mean, the, the interesting thing is we've taken cases over from big firms and we've done a 10 times better job for half the amount of money because we're billing honestly. And, and big firms really get away with, with just overbilling their clients. And it's an unfortunate thing because if you, if you went with more of a mid-sized firm, then, then a lot of, a lot of things you see that, that make people unhappy with lawyers wouldn't happen. Do you see that shifting now because of, you know, because of the ability like to use gifts to up and, you know, a small firm can hire more people and charge less. Do you see You see that shifting? I see it shifting because people are more entrepreneurial these days. It used to be like, I want to go to law school and then I'm going to work at a big firm. I'm going to become a partner after seven years. And then I'm going to just, you know, have the country club lifestyle. And like, it doesn't work that way anymore. You have to bring business to the table and generate clients. So you're like, well, why, why don't I do that for myself anyway? So you see a lot of people starting law firms these days. There's way more resources on how to run a law firm, right? Because it's a business um, than there used to be. And there's a billion dollar industry out of helping small law firms because, I mean, you're in it, you get it. I'm in it, which gets that up, I get it. You know, a lot of lawyers don't know how to run a business. They don't know how to market. They definitely don't know how to sell. You know, they know how to do the legal work, but that's just a small fraction of owning a business or a law firm. And so um, now that there's more resources out there, yeah, there, there's, a, there's a big shift. I have a lot of friends who left big law and are much happier on their own. Yeah, I, I, I know very few people that were happy in big law. <laughs> yeah, you know, you used to be like, if you're in big law, it's because you're smart and you made it. I look at people in big law now, like that person didn't have the, the, the ability or the guts, or they're not good enough to do it on their own. I, yeah. I look at those people like they're stuck, you know, and I had a, a guy that, that runs a 30 person division in a law firm in Miami of a global law firm managing partner, you know, but still billing his ass off. If I can use that word <laughs> yeah, and, I can. And, and managing the firm. And we had dinner because they were quote unquote, you know, interested in, in buying buying my firm. And by the end of the day, he flat out told me, he's like, you know, I'm really envious of you. Our income's not that much different and you're just way happier and doing what you want and, and out there making a difference and building a firm and not having to live by the billable hour. And, you know, this is my life. Like he just, it was so refreshing to hear someone be that honest. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I, th I think it's important for people to understand it, it is shifting and, and the size of the firm doesn't mean you're getting a better firm. A lot of times it means you're, you're spending more money. Uh, well, that's awesome. And well, you know, and so if, if someone does want to hire you, if they have, you, you handle copyright issues now, right? Or you handle copyright, you don't handle litigation, correct? No, no, no. We, we do, we do the litigate. So we do, um, oh. um, you know, um, not patent. That's the one part we don't do, but we do trademark and copyright litigation in federal court. We, we've got attorneys, you know, very experienced at that. Um, and then we do all this, all of the state court, you know, anything that business owners need, that's, that's, you know, what we do. Awesome. Awesome. So we'll put a link to the Tremblay Law Firm and to get staffed up in the show notes uh, from True Law Stories. But Brett, thank you so much for being on True Law Stories. Hey, man. Thanks. Thanks again for having me. I loved it. And uh, thank you all for listening to Brent and I. This has been Iron Garlic and True Law Stories. True Law Stories has been brought to you by VideoCaseStory.com. Testimonials stink. No one wants to watch a testimonial or read a case study. 
you need video case stories for your business. Go to videocasestory.com to learn more.